Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Thursday the 22nd of February. The minutes of the US Federal Reserve meeting have essentially confirmed that rate cuts are coming, but they may take a few months to get here. This is consistent with the soft economic landing scenario. The Fed does not want rising real interest rates in an economy that is slowing. Indeed, it probably doesn't want a trend of rising real interest rates in an economy that is stable. While interest rates have probably not paid that much of a role in the recent slowing of US inflation, there's no need to be ever more restrictive in monetary policy. The Fed minutes did highlight some of the recent disinflation trends in the United States, looking at things like six-month annualised changes in inflation. Economists are often accused of fiddling the inflation figures to find the data that suits their argument, but that's not what is happening. Accepting that the headline rate is the policy objective, it's still important to look into the details to understand the trends and how different parts of the economy will react. Excluding owner's equivalent rent, for example, gives us a far better picture of middle-income consumers' spending firepower. Annualising certain numbers will give a clearer picture of the momentum behind pricing pressures. The clarity of the Federal Reserve's minutes may be less replicated in the ECB's account of its policy meeting. Like the Fed, the European Central Bank should not want rising real interest rates. In fact, the euro area economy is arguably more interest rate sensitive than is the United States, so the argument against rising real rates is even more forceful. Today's final euro area consumer price inflation data, a non-event for markets, should confirm the disinflationary trends in Europe. While the target for inflation is 2%, any realistic economist would suggest that that produces a target of 1% to 3% as a range. Economics is not precise, and the idea of targeting specifically 2.0% is absurd. Headline inflation, in a practical policy sense, is therefore already on target. However, the ECB's decision-making process raises questions about its agility when it comes to policy changes. With weak leadership, the ECB is not expected to be moving early on rates, and the extent of divisions within the Governing Council are a big part of that. The fault lines between policymakers are therefore an important focus in today's meeting account. Japanese department store sales growth accelerated in January. This is not necessarily a great indicator of how consumers spend their money, as the Japanese consumer spending has changed radically in the last few decades. Nonetheless, it's a positive indicator on consumers' willingness to spend. That's somewhat overshadowed by the Japanese equity market closing at a new record high, beating the previous record high of December 1989. In December 1989, Back to the Future 2 was playing across US cinemas showing, in a somewhat problematic way, a world in 2015 where Japanese corporates were dominant. While the recent performance of the Japanese equity market offers equity strategists the chance to reflect on artificial intelligence and other trends, 
the experience of December 1989 is a reminder to economists of the dangers of drawing a straight line from the past to the future. China's policymakers have reportedly banned large institutions from reducing equity holdings in the local market at the start and at the end of every trading day. This is, of course, asymmetric. Institutional investors are free to increase equity positions at the start and at the end of every trading day. The policy is similar to the periodic discussions of banning people from selling stocks they don't own, but still allowing people to buy stocks with money they do not have. There is a risk that this encourages the view that rising equity markets are good and falling equity markets are bad. Fairly priced equity markets are good and distorted equity pricing is bad. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer. 